Hello and welcome to Highly Strange Headlines with Lewis and Sarah. Hello. How are you? All right. Nice Halloween. Yeah, it was great. Spooky. <laughs> and a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I mean, it has, but I mean, it hasn't. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Got some quality stories for you this week. I'm, I'm all ears. A lot of for this. old men and sexual oh, escapades. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, let's do this. <laughs> but there's some exciting news first, so we'll just get into this. Okay. Stetson Parker and his wife, Shannon, recently took a trip through Colorado to celebrate their 10th anniversary. Oh, congrats, guys. Yeah, that's not the news. <laughs> <laughs> they boarded the Durango and Silverton Narrow Gauge Railroad, a vintage train that provides historic and entertaining rides, according to its website. But what the Parkers saw from the last car of that train wasn't advertised online. The couple believed they spotted the most elusive of creatures. Bigfoot. Hey. Got a recent Bigfoot encounter. Whoop, whoop. Have we finally got some good footage? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> the most recent spotting, captured in a widely shared video from that train in Colorado, adds to the growing catalogue of sightings that have kept the myth alive amid a lack of what some might call veritable proof. I'm definitely a believer now, Mr. Parker said. The video, which was taken by a fellow passenger and posted online by Mr. Parker, shows a tall, brownish creature walking and squatting before it blends into squatting. its surroundings. <laughs> the footage has zoomed in, making for a grainy video. It's got to keep them glutes strong. <laughs> so I've, I've seen the picture and it's just like a brown blur, human shape in okay. some woods and it's popping a squat and it looks like it's curling one out. <laughs> that's To me, that's what it looks like. It's a poor homeless man going to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> to him, Mr. Parker said, the creature didn't look like a human. It didn't move like a person, he said. It looked more like an ape, but didn't walk like an ape so much. He added that the creature's arms seemed too long to be human, with hands reaching down to its knees. It didn't look like anything I've ever seen before. I don't think it was a hoax, and if it was, it was a really good one. <laughs> Other possible explanations emerged as the video drew the attention of media around the world. Maybe it was a bear. Or, the most common one, maybe it was a man wearing a ghillie suit. The camouflage clothing that helps outdoorsmen disappear into their backgrounds. But why, Mr Parker asks, would anyone be in a ghillie suit in the middle of elk hunting season? That's a surefire way for any hunter to get shot. <laughs> Even Bigfoot believers disagree over what the video shares what the video shared by Mr. Parker shows. Cliff Barrackman presented the reality show Finding Bigfoot for nine years on Animal Planets and he opened the North American Bigfoot Centre in Boring, Oregon in 2019. He doesn't think it's Bigfoot. I thought it was a suit, Mr. Barrackman said. I have seen a Sasquatch and I know they are real animals. But the creature in the video, he says, didn't look like it was an animal, it looked baggy. Oh, <laughs> as if it was like a suit. <laughs> but what kind of suit is unclear? Most online viewers suggested it was a ghillie suit, which essentially includes a jacket, pants and a head covering and is supposed to camouflage any human form. Kevin Erickson, the chief executive of Arcturus, a company that makes the suits, said that the creature in the video was not wearing one. The suit wasn't baggy enough. 
In this video, the extremities, the arms and legs, are fairly silhouetted and tight, he said. No one makes a ghillie suit like this. <laughs> but Mr. Erickson added... one of ghillie suit. <laughs> it could be a Bigfoot... <laughs> it could be a Bigfoot-specific suit. Upon close inspection of the video, he said he seemed to see a shadow in the middle of the creature suggesting a jacket. All I want to know is, did he do the gritty in his ghillie? <laughs> <laughs> Scepticism is often warranted, Mr. Barrickman acknowledged, because the internet is full of hoaxes and misinformation. And until Bigfoot's existence is conclusively proven, he said he'll continue to run his museum and search for the creature. But, he wonders, after the species is proven to be real, are people still going to dress up as Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to end an entire industry when Bigfoot's proven to be real. No, I think the tourism fund will go up, won't it? Not down. I'd love to go to a Bigfoot museum. It's just like the walls are covered in like blurry pictures. <laughs> There's like plaster of Paris feet, footprints everywhere. <laughs> There's not a lot in it. Sounds like most museums, to be fair. <laughs> right, so that's the exciting news out of the okay. way. Bigfoot is back and popping a shit. Guess who's back? Somewhere in the woods. <laughs> back again. Next news. Pensioner dies after drinking coffee Viagra before romp oh. with escort at pay by hour motel. Oh, this is from I think this is from the Daily Star. A horny Shocking. pensioner has been found dead after downing Viagra fueled coffee before having sex with an escort. The tragedy occurred at the pay by the hour motel, which the escort fled moments after the incident. Who sold this story? Who was like, <laughs> I know how this old man wants to go down in history. <laughs> the body of the man, a 69-year-old called Sum Pong, was found at a love, a love hotel in Fatalong, Indonesia, on, the, on October the 14th. Local police say the man drank the performance-enhancing beverage before the romp, but said his body went into shock, causing him to die shortly after. Police Colonel Thanasit Jongwang, yeah. <laughs> Superin <laughs> Superintendent of Muang Fatalung Police Station, said officers re received a report at around 2pm and went to the scene with forensic investigators. Speaking to local media, Colonel Jongwang said, The deceased is estimated to have been dead for around three hours before the body was found. There were no indications of foul play or evidence of sexual activity. The victim had taken a full packet of a coffee aphrodisiac to boost his sexual performance with the woman. We believe that that is what caused his body to go into shock. She did not stay with him and may have left when she saw that he had died. Mm -hmm. I know, it's sad, isn't it? Police said they also found a black Honda motorcycle the man had used to travel to the motel, which had four coffee packets stashed under the leather seat, one of which had already been opened. Motel staff said the bloke had been a regular patron who would visit them up to four times a month with different prostitutes. On the day of his death, he was said to have booked a room for two hours with a good-looking woman aged about 55. On the day of his death... He was said to have booked a room for two hours with a good-looking woman aged about 55 who left 20 minutes later without him. Police said they were now hoping to track down the woman to question why she did not report the death. Investigations are ongoing. 
In November last year, health chiefs at Thailand's Food and Drug Administration banned a super erection coffee amid claims it could cause blindness. The product used by the diseased man was made by a different manufacturer. I'm not being horrible, right? But men are stupid. <laughs> Just stop. If you stop. need to drink a specially formulated coffee to get it going, then maybe you shouldn't be doing it Just anymore. Stop. Is it worth death? Is it? <laughs> but so, in all fairness, they haven't actually done like an autopsy yet. No. They're just assuming he died from shock after taking this. She could have fucking killed him. She could have done. Poor Blake. Yeah. They're just like, oh, this man died. (laughs) He's got coffee on his bike. (laughs) They don't even know. He had had stashed coffee under his seat. But they don't even know. (laughs) Well, they said it was the aphrodisiac coffee. No, but they don't know. That's what, like, finished him off. How old was he? Um, 69. <laughs> he was 69 years old. Look, Aww. don't laugh at that. Um, his heart probably him. couldn't take it. Imagine, like, Viagra and whatever, they're like quite harsh on the heart anyway. Yeah, I would imagine. Drink that with a fucking coffee, it's and your heart's be like, like a stimulant, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, yeah. With a coffee, your heart must be going like a million miles a minute. And especially when a good looking 55 year old woman comes in the room. His heart must have exploded. Poor guy. Well, yeah, it sounds like a fucking dead, poor guy. Next story. <laughs> Man, 77, meant to sell ill-gotten erectile drugs <laughs> oh, in sprawling sake. Florida retirement community, feds say. <laughs> Federal authorities have arrested a 77-year-old man for allegedly buying more than $1,800 in erectile dysfunction drugs without a prescription and intending them to sell them in the massive Central Florida retirement community, the Villages. It's not a bad business plan, is it, to be fair? No. Have you heard, like, stories about the Villages? No. It's, like, the horniest place in Florida because <laughs> it's where everyone in America goes to retire and these old people, they just go at it. <laughs> the Supply and demand, then, well, exactly. Yeah. The man was arrested last month in the Villages where he lived alongside nearly 80,000 full-time residents. The defendant had pleaded not guilty to the misdemeanour charge and agreed to have his case heard before a magistrate judge instead of a jury. If convicted, he faces up to a year in federal prison and a fine of up to $10,000. It's harsh for like a 77-year-old man, isn't it? He was only selling like blue pills. And I guess they just have to like treat it like a drug charge as if he was like giving out cocaine. They just can't really like budge the law for it, can they? But Yeah. It does still seem a lot. In court filings, prosecutors allege that the man received more than 1,800 worth of erectile dysfunction drugs that had been shipped through interstate commerce. The drugs were misbranded because the man obtains them without a valid prescription. The Villages is no stranger to stories about the sex life of its residents. Rumours about swingers, public sex and the high rates of sexually transmitted diseases have swirled around the retirement haven for decades. But a report by the Tampa Bay Times last year said that the three counties containing the villages tended to have significantly lower rates of sexually transmitted diseases compared to Florida overall. <laughs> We're keeping them safe. <laughs> I, just, this, I just can't imagine what this place is like. Um, do you want to see a picture of the bloke that did it? Go on then. This is his mugshot. It's so good. Already. Oh my god! I feel like I've seen that man's face before. He looks like the mean guy. He does look like um, the guy. 
No, he was he was pretty chuffed with himself, to be fair. <laughs> right. You know that old saying, if the car is rocking, don't come, come knocking. knocking. Yeah. Well I believe where I grew up it was if the caravan is <laughs> 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 rocking. Well a Baxter County Sheriff's Office deputy got a lot more than he bargained for on October the 8th when he went to investigate a parked vehicle in motion at a commercial storage facility, reports the New York Post. Much to his horror, the deputy discovered a 55-year-old Arkansas man allegedly having sex with a stuffed animal at about 12.45am after the officer investigated the swaying vehicle. Seriously, men, stop it! (laughs) He stated that he observed that the vehicle was rocking, said an, ar- said an arrest affidavit. <laughs> you nearly said a rectile affidavit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm really struggling. When Maybe the- you should have a pill. <laughs> <laughs> I need a coffee. <laughs> when the deputy looked inside the car, he saw the accused, a Theodore T. Morgan III, allegedly having sex with a stuffed animal, said the document. You know, earlier in the previous episode, you said about that four-foot minion. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you what the stuffed animal was, <laughs> but a minion would be like, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, what, weirder than it being a giraffe? <laughs> <laughs> a minion's like big and plushy, isn't it, to be fair? You're body I think, shaming. No, I th- <laughs> No, if anything, I think it's probably easier to fuck a minion plushie than like another animal. And it'd be preferable to me because it's not real. I bet it was a dolphin. It's always a dolphin. (laughs) A search of the car turned up a purse containing, quote, two marijuana pipes and one syringe. While another deputy later found about three grams of meth in the purse. (laughs) Morgan III, who pleaded not guilty at his Monday court appearance, is facing numerous charges, including possession of a controlled substance and public sexual indecency. (sighs) So the answer to this entire story was the three grams of meth they found. Yeah. So can he just watch his, like, toy story and gets off? Like, No, I think this entire episode was powered by meth. (laughs) Right, this this is more you, this is more you. God, I don't like it when you say <laughs> things like that. Haunted doll with demonic voice and power to suck energy goes on sale for seventy-five pounds. Oh right, who fucked the haunted doll then? No Come one, on, no one's fucked the haunted doll. <laughs> I don't believe anyway. The unnamed doll is believed to have a male demon living inside it, and to, almost took control of a little girl in Texas, who spoke about killing her father and brother before a priest intervenes. Featured on the bidding platform eBay, an unnamed figurine can be bought for a reasonable price of £75. Claiming it is possessed by a male demon, the seller states that it arrived from Texas last year and while in their possession has spoken at least once. In the description it states, We claimed ownership of this doll and the priest from Texas who delivered her to us by hand. He begged that someone needed to take ownership of her to break the curse that was attached to his daughter. Got to sign her over. According to the seller, the priest's daughter bought the doll from a yard sale, but within months she started having extreme, hysterical episodes and spoke with a different language. 
the little girl spoke about killing her father and younger brother and taking them to hell with her. Have you watched The Devil on Trial yet? <laughs> no. Oh, it's good. It's about a possession story, but I really like, because there's a bit in it where the boy is meant to be in his possession and uh, what he shouts to his mum is like, you're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> he also claimed that bruises appeared on the little girl's skin and her eyes grew dark. Day explains, the priest attempted an exorcism and this did not work. He finally reached out and a medium visited his daughter. She told the man the child has ownership of something that has been cursed. Only when ownership is handed over can your curse be broken. After the seller took the doll, they began to notice flies and slugs accumulating in rooms with no explanation. Aye. They also noticed that if they stayed in the shop for long periods of time, they would start to feel ill and have dark thoughts. In addition to the demonic voice they claim to have recorded, the sellers also say they've captured the doll performing extraordinary manifestations on camera. The seller finished the description by warning prospective buyers, This doll is not a toy. This demon likes to suck all energy out of a room and will take the power from your equipment and your immediate surroundings. We've always kept ourselves blessed and worn crosses when conducting investigations with this doll. Please be prepared to do the same. It's also advised that daily saging and cleansing is recommended upon buying the doll and there will be no returns or refunds. <laughs> For any sceptics out there, the sellers have an abundance of positive reviews from buyers who can vouch for the legitimacy of their previously haunted dolls. Nice. So Christmas is coming up. <laughs> so, I know what you like. <laughs> 75 pounds for this horribly oh cursed doll. <laughs> I'd like to see those videos though. He's saying he's got video evidence of yeah, it. Yeah, there's no sort of link or proof of this video evidence whatsoever. So I'd be more inclined to say that it doesn't exist. But yeah. I don't know. It's weird the shit you can buy on eBay, isn't it? Oh, so much weird stuff. Honestly. Yeah, that story in my news one where they were buying, like, the flipping body parts was yeah. on eBay. Horror. As 189 rotting corpses found in funeral home after locals noticed putrid smell. Oh, fucking hell. I don't know if you might have heard this story. I think yeah. it was in the news quite a bit, to be fair. At least 189 rotting corpses were found at a funeral home as an abhorrent smell led the cops to the horrific scene. Authorities raided the Return to Nature funeral home in Penrose, Colorado on October the 3rd after locals complained of a putrid dead animal smell seeping from the building. The total number of bodies found were initially believed to stand at 115, which were taken to El Paso's county coroner's office. But on Tuesday, October the 17th, officials began to grasp the full scale of the grisly scenario and uncovered a total of 189 decomposing human remains. Fremont County Sheriff Alan Cooper described the scene as horrific. Joyce Pavetti, 73, could see the funeral home from her home and told the Daily Mail, We just assumed the smell was a dead animal. Another neighbour concluded that the stench was coming from a septic tank. Now, a specialist FBI team, which responds to mass casualty events like an air crash disaster, has been tasked with identifying the bodies. Oh, God. El Paso coroner Leon Kelly said it could take weeks to identify the remains found. Owner John Helford of the funeral home, which specialised in green burials and dealing with death the natural way, 
reportedly missed a number of payments and got evicted from one of their properties in recent months. He acknowledged that Penrose facility had a problem according to a citing order. Yeah. Green burial is illegal in the state. However, officials demand that a body which hasn't been buried within 24 hours must be properly refrigerated. The building had been left neglected and a stench began to fester. Cops entered the building with a search warrant to find the swath of decomposing bodies. A number of families who paid for cremations never got their loved ones returned. There's too too many arseholes in this industry. This happens, like, more often than you think it does, doesn't it? And it's horrific. Uh, yeah, like, is a green burial where the one where they bury you as, as, as a tree? It, it basically just means not cremation or not, like, put in a coffin that is designed to not disintegrate. Because yeah. it can mean all sorts. Because yeah. a green burial can still be a normal burial but your coffin is designed to be one that would disintegrate into the earth yeah so it can mean like loads of different things but yeah i think a lot of these like funeral homes so they they just want to go into the business to make money and they're not prepared so when it goes tits up they're like they've got bodies in them and they're just like not willing to do anything about it that's what i mean but it's like more it's too common why it, I don't understand how it like happens as often as it does. There's one story I remember listening to about a crematorium in America and like they were totally like inundated and they just started chucking three, four, five bodies oh, into gosh. the furnace at the same time and just like chucking out whatever remains to the um families. That's horrible. It's horrible. Um a slightly more positive story. Good. <laughs> A mummified man is going to receive a proper burial after being on display at a funeral home in Pennsylvania for 128 years. Why? Why is he on display? What's What's his deal? Um. Well, find is, out. Is he a vampire? No. Oh. Known as Stone Man Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Known as Stone Man Willie, the oh man gosh, died in a local go. jail in 1895, where he suffered from kidney failure after being arrested for pickpocketing. He was accidentally mummified by an undertaker who was experimenting with new embalming techniques, according to Omen's funeral home in Reading, Pennsylvania. Dressed in a suit with a bow tie, Stone Man Willie is displayed in a coffin with a red sash across his chest. His hair and teeth remain intact, and his skin has taken on a leathery appearance. Having given a fake name at the time of his arrest, the man's identity remained unknown for many years and local officials were unable to contact any relatives. But using historical documents, Stone Man Willie's real name has been identified and will be inscribed at the bottom of his tombstone when his body is buried on 7th of October. We don't refer to him as a mummy, we refer to him as our friend Willie, funeral director (laughs) Kyle Blankenbiller said. He's just been such an icon, such a storied part of not only Reading's past, but also certainly its present. The funeral home had petitioned the state for permission to keep the body instead of burying it to monitor the process of the experimental embalming technique. Ahead of the funeral, local residents filled onto its streets to celebrate Reading's 275th anniversary. Stoneman Willie's coffin was carried on a motorcycle hearse as part of a parade for the city. Oh, that's nice. So I believe he was kept on display and now he's finally been allowed to like be buried. Bit weird, but 
Fair so enough. I mean, bit... there's one on display in the museum down here, isn't there? So. Yeah, true. Yeah. And like, all he, he was literally just like a criminal that accidentally got embalmed and they put him in a museum on display. So now he's finally getting justice of being allowed to like, be buried. I'm glad he's going to be at peace. Well done, Willie. Well done, Stone Man Willie. <laughs> so these next few stories are quite a bit nicer and they were sent to me by Kate. Okay. So you know they're probably going to be better than my ones. <laughs> Are they about hedgehogs? <laughs> no. <laughs> a box of giraffe poo has been seized by customs agents at a US airport after a woman tried to bring the feces into the country to make a necklace. <laughs> what? The woman had declared the small box of poo when she was selected to have her belongings inspected upon arriving at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport in Minnesota, US Customs and Border Protection has said. She told officials she picked up the poo on a trip to Kenya and brought it back in her luggage to make a necklace. Why? <laughs> the woman from Iowa said she had previously made a necklace with moose feces. <laughs> Giraffe poo can be brought into the US with the proper permits and inspections. I think we just worked out he's purchasing them piggy banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get your piggy bank, you get your <laughs> piggy piggy bank, bank. You get your, sh- sh- get your shit necklace. <laughs> oh, God. The station reported that the woman will not face sanctions because she declared the feces and gave it to customs officials. The agency's agricultural specialist destroyed the giraffe poo. Which is a bit sad, isn't it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) LaFonda Sutton-Burke, a field director at US Customs and Border Protection, said, there is a real danger with bringing faecal matter into the US. If this person had entered the US and had not declared these items, there's a high possibility a person could have contracted a disease from this jewellery and developed serious health issues. African swine fever, classical swine fever, Newcastle disease, foot and mouth disease and swine vesicular disease are among ailments in Kenya that customs officials had cited as risks. Mm. So I don't... Just, it doesn't answer why. Why why do you want a poo necklace? I don't know why you'd want a poo necklace. (laughs) I don't know the process of creating a poo necklace. (laughs) I just don't understand. I don't understand either, but... But the moment it starts raining. <laughs> <laughs> or would you call it like Mr. Hanky? <laughs> Is this my Mr. Hanky? <laughs> but the poo was destroyed. Well. So she'll have to go back to Kenya. You know, All <laughs> justice is restored. This is one of those things where you just like, you've got your case, you're sweating a bit, you'll be like, oh, I'm just going to go through nothing to declare. Just put your head down, just go, just go, just go. You don't say, oh, yeah, I've got shit in my case. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Why does, like, walking through nothing to declare, though, why do you, like, always feel guilty? I know. I've, I've I'm like, through... fucking hell, have I got a bomb? No, I don't. No, I, I'm, I'm all good. <laughs> I've gone through there sweating because we brought some, like, herbs back from, yeah. like, ten. Um, Fred Ventura. <laughs> I was like, shit, are we allowed to bring herbs in? Is this something that makes you feel like maybe you do have something that you shouldn't have when, like, you really don't? don't yeah. She should have just said, nothing to declare here while her bag fucking hums a shit. I'd have been like, no, it's just full of shit, you know. <laughs> just a bit of Kenyan poo, it's fine. I just brought my shit back with me. You know how it goes. <laughs> right. 
An emotional support alligator has been denied entry into a baseball stadium. Is this the same one that was owner. wedded to the other one? No, it's not. <laughs> I will do a week without an alligator based story. <laughs> Joey Henney took Wally the alligator to the home of the Philadelphia Wally. Phillies oh. ahead of their game against Pittsburgh on Wednesday, much to the surprise of onlookers. Wally, or Wally Gator, is considered a support animal and has tens of thousands of followers on social media. Where he's Particularly often like this story because your cat is called Wally. I do, I do have a cat called Wally. Where he's often seen being hugged or kissed. <laughs> Speaking to Sky News, Mr Henney said that they had not gone to watch the match but were due to meet the players. But by the time they had arrived, the team were busy warming up. It was no big deal, he said adding they simply turned and went home. We were going to go in down below, but they were practising for the game and couldn't have visitors. They're going to get a hold of us before they go to their next game, he claimed. Soon players will get to meet him. Citizen Bank Park's policy on support animals is posted on the Phillies' official website. Isn't like the point of a support animal to make you feel like chill? <laughs> Imagine being like, I really would like... To chill the fuck out, to sit next to an alligator. <laughs> Highly dangerous really predator. calm my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Their site states that guide dogs, service animals or service animals in training are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. <laughs> Mr Henny, who rescues reptiles, said he first met Wally after his friend captured him in Florida and dropped him off as a joke in September 2015. <laughs> but the joke's on him now, he said. <laughs> Wally won't ever bite and nobody knows why, he said. And even his food must be dead and handed to him. He's since... Well, he's like just in his golden years, isn't he? He's having a nice <laughs> retirement in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> just don't give Drinking him any of the coffee. coffee. <laughs> he's since helped Mr Henny through depression, who claims he is every bit a support animal. He's got a lot of people's attention. He's famous for hugs and kisses. Aww. Aww. I'd, like to meet, I'd like to meet Wally oh. from a safe distance <laughs> where he can't bite me. <laughs> One more story for you here. Okay. A herd of sheep struggling to find fresh grass for food due to extreme flooding started behaving strangely after eating large parts of a cannabis crop. According to reports, <laughs> I heard this. Story. Oh, you know this, this one. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> the sheep, the sheep invaded a greenhouse producing medicinal cannabis in Greece. The owner said the crop had already been badly damaged by a heat wave and storm Daniel, and the sheep had finished what was left. <laughs> it's like a lot, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. The herd had been Didn't grazing. Be high? <laughs> it was a lot. The herd had been grazing in the flooded plains of Thessaly in central Greece before heading to the greenhouse near the town of Elmeros to eat around 100 kilograms of cannabis. <laughs> the owner of the crop told the website, I don't know if it's for laughing or crying. We had the heat wave and we lost a lot of production. We had the floods, we lost almost everything and now this... The herd entered the greenhouse and ate what was left. I don't know what to say, honestly. He had a bad time. <laughs> All right, that's it. Um, <laughs> if you enjoyed the podcast. <laughs> a shepherd had noticed strange behaviour in the herd, but it's not clear what this involved. <laughs> 
So just all of a sudden, they just like were sitting there watching the stars, talking absolute <laughs> shit with a bag of Doritos. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, we should start a band, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'd be sick. <laughs> Maybe they start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was well that's the week's, that's the month's that news. Quite, um, animal, animal, animal heavy. Animal heavy. Yeah. Sex offences fairly <laughs> fairly heavy as well. Yeah. All men. Just all, all men. Just men. This podcast just for men. Sponsored by Just for Men. <laughs> Highly sheep. I'd love to go to that villages place though. Just full of old people just Why? fucking. Why do you want to go there? I think it'd be funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll pass on that trip. But when I get old, so I'll change it. When I'm well, old, there you go. Yeah, that's all right. When what I'm like in my seventies, like... I'll go and live the rest of my life in Florida with all these other like horny old women. <laughs> Pretty sure Kate said she was divorcing you a couple of podcasts ago, didn't she? Yeah, true. <laughs> she definitely is at, now. <laughs> at that point, I'd been kidnapped by the bear, so <laughs> she probably has after hearing the hedgehog sleep talk anecdote anyway. So. Now she can ship you off to Florida and you'll be fine. <laughs> I'll live my good. best life. <laughs> well, some good stories. Again, proof of the stupidity of quite a lot of men. <laughs> and uh, some nice little animals as well. I like the idea of like just high sheep roaming around. I don't know if they'd be unpredictable. Nah, I think they'd just be like all snuggly and lazy. <laughs> they were just like cotching on each other. Yeah. They were like rubbing each other's wall, like, oh man. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think they'd be like, God, you're soft, man. It's <laughs> <That's> really soft. <laughs> just like nuzzling in. Does <laughs> anyone else's wall feel really weird? I feel really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know we have a tail? What the fuck? <laughs> I feel really weird right now. Oh. <laughs> well. Yeah, fine. well, that was good. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. I really enjoyed the uh, highly strange headlines there. <laughs> oh, we'll be back to our normal scheduling next week. Yeah, I've got no idea what I'm going to do, but we'll sort out something. I hope you had a nice week again. It wasn't Halloween. That was the week before. This is all very confusing. Sarah's actually looks like she's about to fall asleep, to be I, fair. I feel let's, it. Let's just get this wrapped up now. We normally do these in, like, the day, and it is... I know, it's now... Ten to seven. It's ten to seven, and I'm honestly, I'm quite tired. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Highly Strange Pod. Or you can email us in your stories at HighlyStrangePods at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening, and if you enjoyed our episodes, you can leave us a review. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Did you just bar? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs>